Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Real Fan Opinions brought to you by Wash and Go. Hello and welcome to Fan Park Live here in the studios. Tottenham Hotspur have beaten Newcastle United 2-1 in the English Premier League. The opening Saturday of the new campaign. Harry Kane still hasn't broke and destroyed that curse of scoring a goal during August. Spurs get over the line. Newcastle hit the post a couple of times and it was an exhilarating game from start to finish. I'm joined in the studio by Have Hope Football Hut, the man, the man who literally splits opinion out there on YouTube. So I'm really looking forward to his opinions today. We want to hear from you. 0203-606-0315 is the number if you want to come on and have your say today. But Have Hope, as a game, mate, how are you? Good, 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 man. All good, man. What, what, what do you make of that game today? Um... I still cannot believe that. When I mean, when I look at that game, I look at Tottenham again. Newcastle could have got him more from that game, but when I look at that, I see that Levy man is a really messed up guy. <laughs> Why? You no, know, because it's like look at how well coached this team is, and in my mind, I'm thinking that you bring on like a new maybe that's a game that they start your new new signing on. When Newcastle actually put in pressure on, maybe yeah. you bring on that new signing just to keep things mm. in bay or bring in another attacking alternative there. But as I looked at that, it's the same team that played last season. And when you looked at it, was just if a few inches, maybe um, that's goal by Rondon goes, goes in. So it's very frustrating. As a, If you're a Tottenham fan, you look at that and say, oh my gosh, this should have been in a game where we should have been seeing two or three new signings that can give us a different dimension. Especially when we're under pressure by Newcastle. Yeah. Let's bring on this, this new guy just to... Because maybe Pochettino <laughs> had a target that's low. I've got an idea of a of a midfielder who I think can yeah, keep the I get ball that. better. So I understand that. I mean, look, they 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 dominated the game in terms of possession. Mm. Fifteen shots each during that game. Five on target for Spurs. Two on target for Newcastle. And that, in the end, was was the difference yeah. between the two sides. That little extra quality from Spurs in that in that attacking front. You did see their World Cup contingent at Tottenham fade later on in the game. The same way we saw with the likes of Paul Pogba, yeah. um, Rashford, and the like yesterday Manchester United's game because they haven't had a proper pre-season it's going to take them a few weeks to sort of get over the line mm. but there are some people and I know we'll hear from some Spurs fans soon that will say well yes we didn't sign anybody but it's another year with the same group close-knit group of players together yeah, but, what but, nah, but do you nah. think it's important for, for new signings to have been you, made you have to sign because the cheap excuse is that oh no we didn't make new signings we kept Kane, we kept Alvarado and we, we got all these like, contract extensions. No, that is a loser's ex ex excuse. The fact of the matter is that Tottenham overachieved. They're still being underpaid by Levy. Still on, they're still being underpaid. And these guys overachieved because based on how much they're being yeah. paid and how much they have to spend, 
they shouldn't be finishing above Chelsea and Arsenal as they did before last year. So it is mm. egregious that you're not going in as a top four team with new signings to help because you're supposed to improve every season. That's how football works. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I understand how much money they have spent on their stadium. However, that money, like the, the money for the stadium, most of that, I understand, isn't coming out of Spurs' back pockets. There are investors coming in. You still, for me, in your in your process of building a new stadium, need to factor in, we need to sign new players. We need to keep things fresh because the new stadium is a step in the right direction to becoming a giant club. Spurs are a big club, but they're not a giant club. No, no, no. However, I do feel, I mean, look, the, the one good thing is that the transfer window is not shut. People think it is, but it's not. Um, we, we had John Smith in here the other day speaking. You can loan players up until the end of the end of the month from any team in Europe, including British sides. And then you can quite easily put in a, we'll pay for him next year type clause. Mm. I think you might see Spurs do something like that. They look like they need it. Although they picked up the victory today, um, they did look tired. And there isn't, there isn't an abundance of top-class talent coming off of that bench. And if mm. Spurs want to compete for Premier League titles, if they want to try and win major silverware, they need that quality to come through. Um... Abs, be ready with any calls? Yes, sir. We've got calls ready Arsenal and waiting to come on. The line coming through. A what's fan? Arsenal. An Arsenal fan calling up, first of all. An Arsenal fan calling. This will be fun. Hello and welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, my name's Kieran. How are you guys doing? Very well, Kieran. What did you make of Spurs versus Newcastle today? Uh, it was all right. Spurs uh, definitely dominated in the first half. And you could tell that just looking at the, the stats of the game. But I think we could tell in the second half, uh, well, we couldn't tell, but I, I thought Newcastle were going to actually come back into it in that second half. They were playing very well, attacking a lot. Spurs were kind of on the back foot a little bit, and I, I, I kind of thought it was going to be 2-2 come to the end of that game. But Spurs managed to hold off, and I think we can. that's down to Jan Vertonghen. He played amazingly in centre-back today, uh, put in a real good performance for Tottenham, which I think helped them towards getting that win. Yeah, you know, Vertonghen, he wasn't actually in my list of, of man of the match performances. I, I, I no, thought, no, I mean, he, I mean, he, he was him on Sanchez we was solid. Yeah, I kind of put him in. Sanchez was the one I put in as the man of the match option. I thought Hugo Lloris pulled off some fantastic saves, some saves in goal, um, some great anticipation as well. Um, you as an Arsenal fan, Kieran, though, when you look at this Spurs side, do they make you concerned? I mean, they've finished above you two years on the bounce. Uh, many people, including myself, have said up until this year, and we can only judge on what we've seen so far, they have become a better footballing side than Arsenal. Do you still think they're going to finish in front of you at the end of this current season? Uh, as much as I want to say no, I'm going to have to say yes. The first season, Arsenal got Unai Emery. So the players are just going to be learning the Unai Emery way. These Tottenham players have had no new signings, so it's still another year as a unit together. They haven't got to integrate a new player into the team to learn Pochettino's way. So I think with with that, I think Arsenal will finish below them, but it will be very close between them because towards the end, the Arsenal players will learn the Unai Emery way and it will get a lot closer between the two teams. But, but Kieran, do you realise that your team does have Lacazette and Aubameyang and Aubameyang scored 10 goals when he just joined in January? And you can say that Tottenham still have the same players, but the whole points of football and the whole points of coming in with the new season is you need to continually improve. This is the first time a team have never spent any money to bring in a new player since this flip-flipping transfer thing was brought in. So, mm. I don't get the thing of how to... Maybe they will, but again, the Premier League is being much more competitive every single season. And I feel that, yes, they are still needing to learn something new under Emery. 
But I'm saying this right now, and I said this on the deadline day. Aubameyang, I think, is going to rip things up this season. I think the guy's going to get that golden boot. And like I said, I think will be will be improved. And I think that you will see players play at a higher level under Emery. And, and for Pochettino, he said he wanted to bring in new new people. And I think Levy screwed him over. I think Levy screwed Pochettino over by saying, yeah, I promised you, but sorry, I went back on my promise. Yeah, I get that. Kieran, thank you very much for your call, mate. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. It's an interesting comment here as well I've seen. This is on the UFF um, YouTube page. It mm. says, um, Son came off the bench, so did Dembele. I think this is from somebody called uh, Funeral Tone. Trying to suggest that when we said there wasn't... Funeral Tone? That's his, that's his YouTube name. Wow. Okay. Um, I think he's suggesting that there is quality coming off the bench. And, of course, those two players are quality. But it's about the abundance of quality that, that Spurs can have to come off the bench. And when you go through the... And also, Son is going to the Asia Games. Yeah, he's, so... he's done that. But Son himself was also... And Dembele were also at the World Cup. So what I'm talking about is having... Players that are fresh and ready to go now that that, that that could have been signed. Okay, maybe they've signed top players that were also at the World Cup, so their fitness may not be where you want it to be. But Spurs need greater strength in depth. The same as Liverpool needed last year. You saw when players like Salah left the pitch, there was good quality coming on, but it wasn't deep enough. Mm. If Spurs get an injury or two, they are they are they are they are screwed. Bed threat, and and, and they're they're going to be on the, the skin of their ass. And the problem that they have they have is they needed to go out and buy. And they haven't gone and done that. So I think they've got to try and utilise this loan window. I think they have to try and... I mean, there's got to be money next year ready to spend, as an example, because you can't go two years without it. So if you loan someone now of an option to buy next year, that means you're not paying until next year anyway. Mm. So I think they've got to try and do something in the next sort of three weeks around that. And I think Spurs will, because they'll look at it today and go, yeah, we, we need some reinforcements. We need some fresh blood. I think it, I think it, I think it pushes... I think it kind of... You have to have competition. Yeah, you do. Maybe, maybe because, because, okay, you can say we have a close-knit team, but if everyone is like, hey, man, I don't have to play the hard because who's the guy that I'm, I'm having to compete against? Even Harry Kane, the captain and the main guy, he should be sweating a bit as well. So there should be a thing where, oh, Harry Kane, if you don't play well... There's another striker who can come on. There has take to be. Place. And if you don't have that, for me, it, it, that's what annoys me at my club, Manchester United. You get a lot of fans that go, oh, why are we signing Sanchez? Because we've got Martial, it's going to put him under pressure. Good. Yes, he should be under pressure. In, in any walk of life, if there isn't pressure on you, if there you isn't competition, well. yeah, you, you go backwards and, and you become lukewarm and, and you become beige and, and, and Spurs won't want that. Um, we're going to jump into a call um, from a Spurs fan in a moment. Uh, Jake, we're going to get him on the air. But there's a comment here from uh, Deshin1. He says, everyone hating on HH. HH is have hope. <laughs> um, uh, they're all probably kids. HH actually took sense. Now everyone can shut up. Thank a, you, man. Listen, Go fast, listen baby. I, I speak to these guys off air. You know what? If you've got haters out there, there are people that are, uh, that constantly comment on your videos and your and your and your content, saying how bad you are. That means you've got. That means you're good. Yeah. That that means you're good. As simple as that. If no one's watching you, it means you're doing something wrong. Absolutely. We're gonna get this Spurs fan on the air now and see what the man there is saying. See how happy he is. Please speak some truth, man. All right. Yeah. This this guy normally does. Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad. Yourself? I'm good, mate. I, I'm I'm very, very good. My team won two one. Your team's won two one. How are you feeling about Tottenham's performance today? Speak the truth, man. Speak the truth. I think I think it was expected. We've had a ton of players coming back to the World Cup. Um, we've not obviously not signing anyone. I think will have an effect on the players in some way. But overall, I think you know we did have some scary moments, obviously in the second half, but. I'm happy with the result. It's a result I think we should have grinded out. 
And yeah, um, I'm not worried about today's performance per se. I'm more worried about what we do long term in the squad up until January at the very least. Yeah, I get that. Are you concerned as an individual that you didn't make more signings this summer? Because there are some Spurs yeah, fans saying they're not worried about it. It doesn't matter. Crazy, crazy people. What do, we, what do you make of it? No, no, no. I definitely agree that we we had to have made signings. Um, I mean, obviously, this is still a young squad and this team will improve. But the fact that signings make a... Obviously, signings will improve the team way more than keeping the same close-knit young squad. And that's an issue that we're going to have. Um, I'm worried that we'll be, in a way, being too comfortable between now and, say, January will probably mean that Levy won't act, act in any way, shape or form. Which also, which kind of means that having a sort of disastrous next few months would be kind of helpful in a way, ironically. So, 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 so let me ask, so how confident are you in thinking that your team will finish top four if you make no new signings in January? Do you, I was not four? confident as soon as the window ended. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm not that confident. I think um, Chelsea, with them, with Chelsea, it's just a matter of whether they click immediately or not, like they did with them, Conte. And Arsenal, again, they made significant signings. They dropped 44 points away from home last season. Even getting half of that means that they would have got into the top four last season. So that is worrying in itself. Yeah, I, I understand that. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one for me because, you know, Spurs, since the summer of 2014 have spent £275 million, which, compared to the other top six, is, is, is a lot less than everybody else in a much longer period as well. Like, I think that... Um, I tweeted about this yesterday. Manchester United... Let's just get this tweet up. Because I, I think it's worthwhile looking at because, at the end of the day, it shows what L- Levy um, and, and more so Pochettino have gone out there and achieved, right? So, since... Since January 2016, Man United have spent 362 million, Arsenal 382 million, Liverpool 438 million, Chelsea 477 million, and City 502 million. So, since so 18 months more than that, Spurs have only spent 275 million pounds. And I sort of sit there and think, as great as your achievements are with that. How much more, and I get your point, if you guys do really, really well, you may not bring anybody else in and leave you say we're doing just well. What, no. But what frustrates me is if you do, if you'd, if you'd have spent another £150 million in that time, I think Spurs can afford it. If you'd have spent that, for me, you could legitimately be pushing towards winning titles mm. and Champions Leagues. And it isn't that I'd much say, more money. I'd say that if, if Liverpool... If... In a hypothetical situation that we signed the exact clones of the players that Liverpool signed, we would be closer to City than they would. Oh, I agree. Because yeah. you, you, you are... Well, if you look at the last couple of seasons, you have been closer to City... Well, last season you were closer to City than Liverpool were. And you and they have spent nearly... They're getting close towards £200 million more than you in 18 months less than what Pochettino has been there. So since January 2016, they have spent getting close to £200 million more than Spurs. And yet, yet you're still in front of them. My my caveat is not how much those other clubs are spending. This isn't an attack on Man United or Spur uh, or, or Liverpool or Chelsea. This is looking at Levy and saying, spend some money. You don't need to go out and spend three hundred million. Just a cut, just one hundred and fifty million pound more. And I honestly think you could win the league. No, I mean, and also I think that the, the thing as well is like, which is what I was saying to you before, is that 
for Hurricane, he needs competition. Those players right there, they need competition. And the whole point of if you want to win things, you have to improve. At the end of the day, football comes down to the personnel you have. There's only so much you can do with what happened. Pochettino has over overachieved, and I think it is egregious that Levy has not rewarded a dude who has overachieved with yeah. players by giving him those players. I think what Levy is the villain here, and he has no excuse for not giving Pochettino the money. I think this summer was the opportunity to start making that statement because next summer we're going to have to play catch up, and I, that's something I'm really, really worried about. But if we do still manage to stay up there and thereabouts, then next summer we have to. It's, it's that summer or never. It was it was really now or never this summer, really. I understand that, mate. Look, really appreciate you coming on the show today, mate. Thank you. Right, nice one, mate. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Take care. I'm making right, man. It, it, it's. It's almost that case of, I look at Spurs. See, I spoke to my dad about this a year ago. Mm. And I was like, would you, do you think Spurs, because a lot of Spurs fans, but, oh, you know, our net spend is low, our transfer spend is low. And I'm like, yeah, but if your net spend was 80 million more, 100 million more, mm. look how much closer you'd be. And my dad kind of was like, well, I'd rather not spend the players and promote youth. And do you know what? If that's how your mindset is as a Spurs fan, that's fine. I, I, I don't think there's well, anything wrong with that. Trophies. But I, I look if, at, if, if not winning trophies with your whole promoting youth and keeping your players then you're not doing it right. See, it but, works with United because he promoted youth and they won trophies. But even then, he still had cancer. He still had those star players to blend in yeah, with the youth look, as well. You need, you need I, the combination. I, I, I look at Spurs and I honestly feel if they went out and spent and had a big one big summer, and, and I'm not talking about big as in bringing in six players, I'm talking one or two big players. That's, that's spent literally, if they went out and bought Marco Verratti as an example, and they went out and they, and they you know, they broke Icardi the bank. Or something. Icardi, or they did sign um, Anthony Martial. Mm. I don't want that to happen as a Man United I have fan. A United fan but if they went and did those two things, a team that can legitimately win a trophy. Exactly. Because and, one or two players literally is the difference between winning a trophy and winning a trophy. Like that team I see right there are going to come close. That team can't win a trophy. When it comes down to it, Liverpool, City, just have an extra bit of spice. Absolutely. That I totally so. agree. We have a, a Man United fan on the line now that's going to come on the air and, and have his say and opinions uh -oh. on what's going on. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? We have Jason. Yeah. Hello, mate. How are you? Man. I'm all right, man. I'm all right, man. I was just a bit dazed from watching United yesterday, man. <laughs> Why so? Yeah, trust me. Why were you dazed? Man, um, I want to swear, but uh, I'm going to be very polite on this channel. Um, what can I say? Mourinho, the board, Woodward. Um, I'm not impressed. Uh, nobody can hold a touch on the pitch. Uh, Socks on target for the last bloody three years is a joke. Um, where do I start? Absolutely, I, I get that. In terms of the Newcastle Spurs game today, what, what did you make of the performance from both sides? Uh, well, uh, it was pretty bland. But what do you expect? Like um, first uh, first game of the season for them, and uh, uh, players obviously not fit, coming back from the World Cup in there. I mean, like uh, some of the commentators were saying, like uh, Spurs will take it. What, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, I actually thought it was a. Um... I, I thought it was quite an entertaining game, to be fair. I thought mm. it was quite frenetic and end-to-end. And, 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 and in some respects, that, 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 was a, that would be more of a concern to me if I was a Spurs fan than anything else, that Newcastle got at them and had so many sort of legitimate... Had very good chances. Very, very, yeah, le legitimate chances. However, at the same time, as you say, like um, 
a lot, you know, for a lot of these, the bigger clubs, they've got more players coming back from World Cup hangovers. It may take them a little bit of time to shake this off. Um, but um, look, Spurs, you know, they're going to be there or thereabouts. They've, they've got the, one, one of the best number nine strikers in the world. I think Deli Ali getting his goal today is important. They've got some really good players. But do you think they might struggle for squad depth having not signed anybody? Oh, 100%. I mean, um, they're in a great position. I mean, I like clubs like. Arsenal, even though they're terrible, um, because they do things properly. Obviously, United did it from starting from the bottom, and they got to where they were. We didn't buy success. Um, and Spurs do the same thing, and they promote young talent and definitely young English talent. So I wish them all the best, but that really to turn extra cog just to to break into challenging for the title, they really needed to strengthen depth. They needed another striker, um, probably another midfielder. And well, they get they got to keep out the role, so you know when they keep it decent, so they'll be challenging, but they'll always be they'll be challenging club for me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that that's that's where Spurs are right now. They're a challenging club. They're, they 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 I know Arsenal fans like to take the mick out of them, but it's like. They they like to put their, they like to put the pressure on. <laughs> they put the pressure on. They'll beat a few of the top sides again. Um, but it's just whether they can. It's, it's an interesting one as well because how much longer is Pochettino going to be there? I mean, he's he, as you say, he's done wonders with a not a shoestring budget because he's he's had a lot of money. But I I think if you go through it, the likes of, in the last two a couple of years, the likes of Wolves and. Um, West Ham now and Everton have spent in and around the same if not more and none of those clubs are as big as Tottenham Hotspur in my in my opinion um, and there might be an opportunity for him you know for him to move on to it to a club with maybe is ambition the wrong word I, I, don't, I don't know I just I, I do Spurs lack ambition I suppose that's the question but look really do appreciate Actually, your call I, mate just, yeah go on, go, on, go on let me ask you one I mean I, can you admit that Sanchez is a flop for, for United now. Can you admit that? So I didn't, I didn't hear that. Did you say can't? Did you say can you, what did you say? Can you admit that Alexis Sanchez is a flop for your football club? 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm serious. I'm serious. You know what? We had Diego Forlan. We had uh, Bastian Veron. We've had um, Anderson that didn't really do it. Nani, which I loved tremendously and I would take him back even at 32. Damn it. You know, certain players just can't work for, for United and a few other clubs are just like that as well um, but for me touch is terrible um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He's decision-making, woeful. Um, and I don't know what happened between preseason and this game because he was decent in preseason. I think he's just trying to do everything by himself. And I don't even know if Mourinho knows where his best position is. So me... I would have played him up front. I would have put Rashford on the left. I would have tried something different. I mean, if it ain't working after 45 minutes, just switch around the personnel on the pitch. Do something, Mourinho. Do you know what I mean? But sorry for taking up your time, and I appreciate um, you having me on, man. No, I appreciate cool, man. that. Cheers, mate. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
it's an interesting one with with, with the Sanchez situation because like, I I get I people. He's, he's a, I could tell he's he's a flop. I don't see it. He's yeah, a flop. I don't. It's too. It's too. Uh, look, I understand. He hasn't been great, and I'm the first to he's admit that. He's not been that. great. Come no, on, let's be real. He's been he's been he's been like that performance he put up against Leicester City. He was bad. He like, was, I, I've really always said bad. he was poor yesterday, but for me, I think that to call him a flop, I mean, you can say flop thus far, happy with that, but the, to call him a flop right now, it's almost, it's it's far too premature. Like, if you took a lady out and you were that premature, she wouldn't be seeing you again. <laughs> she would not want to see you again. And And I think that people are judging it far too quickly. And I think that a lot of people are judging it too quickly because of their contempt for a certain Mr... Jose Mourinho. The interesting thing with that caller, and I respect his opinions, he gave Spurs and Newcastle leeways for the game being a bit poor mm. because they were just back the first game of the season, World Cup hangover. Did not apply that same notion to Man United. Why? Because he has a bias within him, because he doesn't like the manager. And th this is the point I have with people. I don't mind anybody's criticism, but let's be fair. And as I said, I'm happy to say that he's been a flop so far. Mm. But to say he's a... Com I remember, different type of player, different age... I remember reading news articles for two years. This is before Twitter existed, so no fans were talking. Every year, well, at least twice a year, the papers would do stories on Fergie, Fergie's flops and Fergie's successes in the transfer market. For two years on the bounce, Cristiano Ronaldo featured in the flops. And I would love, I mean, that, that, that was before newspapers were even online. You're talking between, two, well, we signed in 2004. So it was between, it was between sort of 2003 and 2005. So I'm not even sure if they have the archives online. Difference. I'll tell you why that's different. Because with Cristiano, I remember like those articles saying it, but we all knew how old he was. And we all knew the talent that he had. But the key thing was his age. So it was I about, will he, is, well, I don't think he's going to improve. What are going to improve? He's thirty now, Sanchez. Yeah, or I, I, I get that. It's not so, about, it's so, not so, about so improving. If you're so, now... No, but the, 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 his issue now isn't about. So people say, "Oh, his touch is bad." Well, you don't lose your like players at sixty have still got their touch. Like you literally ping a ball to to, to Bobby Charlton there, he'll, he'll still probably have an half decent mm. touch. I don't think it's a touch that's being lost. I think Man United again, I, I completely turn around and say this, you know, haven't found their rhythm under Jose Mourinho on a consistent basis when it comes to playing football. And I think there are a number of players that are in that same bed as Sanchez. But I'm prepared to stand behind him and support him. The problem that you, that you have, I think, when you, when you judge a player and you, and you go out on a limb and say he has flopped or he isn't going to make it, I think with modern day football fans, everybody always wants to be right. Nobody had, not a lot of people have this. What's the word I'm looking for here? The 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 patience. ability to. Well, they don't have patience, but people lack the ability to be um, humbled, and they don't want to admit when they when they're wrong. When they're wrong. So what you'll find is with people, and, and I saw this with Michael Carrick was a great example for many many years. Many United fans uh, on social media didn't rate him. Didn't rate him. Didn't rate him. And they would look for every opportunity in every game possible to be able to put him down and, and chastise him and beat him over the head to a point where it became almost, it became diabolical because you're looking at a game and you're thinking, hang on, he's had a really good game. He misplaced one or two passes. Mm. Again, nobody has 100% pass rate, so they all misplace a pass or two in a game. Yet you're focusing on those two mistakes. And I think with some people that have not taken a liking to Sanchez now, Unless he is score, unless he is absolutely majestic in games, they'll look at it. He's either going to be great or he's going to be awful. Mm. There's going to be no sort of middle ground. And I think that's that's a concern, and that's only going to come from Man United fans. I mean, but quick thing before we, I mean, like just with the whole thing of United fans and their whole issue. So don't you answer again because you know what Ferguson was like under with United. You know how United always played when they were at home. Aren't you a bit 
I don't know what the right word is, um, unhappy or don't you find it a bit unacceptable that you're playing at home and you're allowing Leicester City to be the dominators and you're happy to be a counter-attacking team at Old Trafford. I, I, Remember, at, at Old Trafford, there's a yeah, fair battle. You know what, United... We can I only get, get like a few bits here and there. But so, I mean, basically, because when I was watching, I said, no, this is a real life. This is not the United I know. So, at Old Trafford. There's, so. a cu- there's a couple of things. So I suppose... I'm at peace with it because when we signed Jose Mourinho, I expected it. So I, it, for me, it was a case of, right, I know what type of manager he is. I know how he plays. So I'm accepting of that. I think some football fans, some Man United fans, believed he, he would change his ways and, and try to play more Fergie style, more Man United style. I personally didn't because Jose is what Jose Mourinho is and, and and the saying I've always used, you know, if you judge a, a goldfish by its ability to climb a tree, <laughs> you're always going to be left a little yeah. disappointed. And that's how I look at Jose Mourinho. So I'm comfortable with Jose playing how he wants to play. Equally, I'm understanding that it's not the most entertaining style of football, especially yesterday when we're countering and Mata and Sanchez are messing those, those counter-attacks up mm. by misplacing passes or having bad touches. Then it's even more frustrating because counter-attack football, you know, is is essentially what Liverpool play. They 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 counter and they break quickly. If Man United can develop themselves to for 10-20% more of their counter-attacks to come off, people will feel more entertained because they'll be scoring more goals. So I, I understand your point. Do I feel embarrassed? No. Am I concerned about it? Absolutely not. And I'll tell you what, another reason as to why. When um Manchester United had LVG. We would get, we were losing and drawing lots of games where we we dominated the ball, dominated the ball, dominated the ball, dominated the ball, and uh, we weren't winning games. And I kept on tweeting, we were outplayed again, and every I I was getting the most aggressive responses from people. How are we outplayed? We had sixty percent, seventy percent of the ball. We had all the chances. Da 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 da. And I'm like, well, we were outplayed because all of that is cannon fodder. All of that pales into insignificance if you're not winning the games and scoring the goals. So what teams have worked us out. And, and it's the same as a lot of teams try to do this now against Liverpool. It was let Man United have the ball. They will struggle to break us down if we're deep. And we will wait for an opportunity from a set piece or a counter-attack to beat them. So from my point of view, under LVG, I felt comfortable during most games because we always had the, felt like we always had the ball. And when you've always got the ball, you don't feel like the other team's going to yeah, score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were losing... We weren't winning as many games as we do under Jose Mourinho, who has the ball less. In fact, if you look at Jose Mourinho's win percentage, it's only like a percent or two below what Sir Alex Ferguson was winning. And, well, yeah, if you look at his win percentage at Man United, it's, there's, not, there's not a great deal of difference in the percentage of, of their win ratio. So it's a case of we're just doing it a different way. So I understand how people feel watching possession-based football. You feel more comfortable in possession of the ball. However, in the last five years, so if we get the Fergie time, in the last five years we've been more successful not having the ball than we have been with it. So that, that's why it doesn't worry me. And for me, what I try to do when I look at situations that are going on is I like to look at things of what's yielding the best results. And maybe if a new manager comes in and plays more possession-based football and we, and we start winning even more, then that's great. I, I, you know, I'd support that. You know, if Joe, I don't want Jose to go. If he does, I'll support the next manager that comes in. But I think too many people throw things out there like we need to have the ball more. Well, we had the ball more under Moyes, we had the ball more under LVG, and we won less. So that's why I'm not overly panicking. Um, at the same time, I would like to be more entertained. There is absolutely no no denying that in any way, shape, or form. Have we got any more calls? 
No more calls uh, coming through. Not a problem. We are going to be coming off the air very soon because we're going to go away and watch the three o'clock games. Remember, um, after the Wolverhampton Wanderers Everton game this evening, we'll be doing a match day madness roundup. We'll be covering off all the three p.m. games and the five thirty kickoff game all at the same time. So you'll be able to call up and speak about any of those games. Anything that's gone on today in the opening Saturday um, of the English Premier League season. So make sure you guys are tuning in for that. Um, let's touch on Newcastle for a second before we go. We spoke a lot about Spurs. Mm. Lots of problems with, with with Mike Ashley, who I believe just bought House of Fraser. Um, for, <laughs> and, and he's he not a striker. He is a businessman. He is a business. Man. He he a bus- for 90 million. 90 million pounds. Yeah, but they were... Well, they were in uh, administration, House of Fraser. Yeah, but still, that's like two players, one player. It is. Equally, if he turns House of Fraser around and starts making more money out of them or sells them on for, for say, half a billion pounds in a few years, he's a businessman, he's doing that. How do you think Newcastle are going to fare this year? After watching them today, do you think they've got an ability to... um, Do you think they'll stay up? Do you think they'll be in a relegation fight? I mean, Rafa Benitez has to be one of the most underrated managers in the world. Like, he is a very, very, very good manager. And then you saw that because, again, he's hardly working with, with much and he's getting his team to play well and be competitive against the bigger team. So, yep. my thing is that it's just unfortunate that Mike Ashley isn't willing to just, you know, go that extra mile and just give him that one or two really quality players. Because I, I don't think Rondon is really going to give you 20 goals, 15 goals a season. But I just think that for Newcastle... Maybe 11th, maybe 12th, possibly. But, I mean, I don't see them getting, like, top seven, top eight. I think that would be too much. No, I, I, I think... So Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I mean, although Kennedy is... I mean, the fact that they still have Kennedy, I think he's going to be very good, good, good for them. Kennedy's going to be really good for yeah, them. Yeah, he looked, he looked interesting today. He, I, I like the look of him. He looked very, very good. Um, absolutely. And I think that... As you say, they've got some decent players. I think like Rafa Benitez, we know he's a good manager. And, and yeah, okay, didn't quite work out for him uh, at Real Madrid. Uh, didn't quite go the way he wanted. But that's but that's the thing. These, these things happen in football, you know. You you can... I mean, it was never going to happen. I think he was the wrong... Was, was it the wrong fit? And everyone knew that he was the wrong fit for Real Madrid. So he was a dead man walking as soon as he went in there. Yeah, so I, think, I agree. I agree. But look, I think for Benitez, I think he definitely wanted to go back to and I think because you know his family still is in Liverpool I still feel right I think so his kids and everybody they actually still live in Liverpool because he still has a close affinity to the club and I think he wanted to return back so I saying right now I, I'm seeing Benitez will return back to Liverpool at some point their manager he, he could here. do he, you know it depends what Jurgen Klopp does doesn't it like he, mm. they love him there right now but there's there's He'll, he'll it's an interesting one because there's still a lot of Liverpool fans that are like, oh, it doesn't matter if we don't win things. Yeah, I, I disagree completely, but there we go. Um, someone said, I thought Rafa would take the Chelsea job. And I, Chelsea, Chelsea, that's the one manager Chelsea fans don't want. They United fan on the line. They, they never want him. Um, we've got one more caller. We're going to get a quick caller on the air before we finish. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? It's Jason back again. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. You? I'm blessed, man. But like, listen, um, I've been watching your uh, blogs and that for for a while, and I've always wanted to call in. By the way, is, am I getting charged for this call? Just I'm kind of hood. I just need to know. This is like a oh, it depends. It's an o two o three number, which means if you've got like minutes on your mobile phone plan, it won't cost you. It just come out your minutes. It won't charge you. That's cool. You're going to be hearing a lot from me because I've got a lot to say. Um, I was watching on uh, the podcast yes, or whatever you're doing. <laughs> which is very good, by the way. And uh, I know she said, well, if you take a bird out, like, think about you taking a girl out, like, and 
I can't remember exactly what you said, but like basically, like not basically not judging Sanchez too much, too soon, too, too, too soon. Yeah, but it's been a year. It's, it's nearly been a year. Man. I mean, if a, if, a, if a third ain't like if she ain't putting out, I'm not seeing her again. Okay, okay, okay. You've been seeing her for six months. No, 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 no. Let's get this right. So we say six months. So he joined at the end of January. So he said February, March, April, and the beginning of May. So there's been three months and one week okay and now he's had and, and now this is his first game back so he hasn't even had a month yet in terms of playing time in a man united shirt it's not been nearly a year it's been just over three months let's let's get that absolutely clear. again let's deal in facts as and opposed to fiction in those three months and he has been he hasn't been good enough yet but for me like i said what I've said is we need to give him a little bit more time to judge him now after just three and up, three months of playing time in a Man United shirt is far too premature when you consider that he was one of the very best players in the Premier League for a three-year period. I think it's far too yeah. soon to judge him. Yeah, but he's 29. Uh, so? How long do you think he's got? I'm 29. Like, um, like he's played in the Premier League with Arsenal. It's only a move up north. He's got great players. Some would say better players around him. Why can't he... So on the pitch, a baller is still a baller. All the ballers that we got on our team, they're all high quality ballers, and for me, they're all playing at sixty yeah, percent. And you, yeah. Mourinho as well, which I thought about when I was uh, listening to your your vlog. Mourinho's at sixty percent. We are we have not seen the best of United in the last two and a half years. And Terry, I respect your opinion. I, You're right, very and I agree with you. Calm I agree. And collective guy, especially when it comes to Man United, it's not good enough. No, I agree with you. But listen, I'm not disagreeing here. I'm a creative. We need to be challenging every year. Like, I'm going to ask you, what's your expectations for this year? You're going to tell me top four. No. I know you're going to tell me that. No, I'm not. There's two things, because we have got to end the show in a moment, but I'll answer these two questions for you. First and foremost, I agree with you that we're not at our best and that we need to improve. If anybody, yeah. if anybody denies that I say that on a regular basis, they're being disingenuous, um, and in fact, they're they're lying. In terms of my expectations, I expect us to challenge for the Premier League title. I wow. expect us to win a trophy. That is my. This is this is our What's third trophy. So, so is it no, no, two, no, no, not on its own. We have to do both things. This, this year, we need to challenge. When I say challenge for the Premier League title, and I've put, I've put Man United, Liverpool, of course, Man City, and even Spurs in this category. When I say challenge. With two to three games remaining, we have to still be able to win the league, mathematically. That's If we don't do that, then I'm going to judge the team against it. I also, on, on top of that, we also must win a trophy. So my expectations are very, very high this season. Very, very yeah, high mean, this season. Since, since he is the third week, that should be every season. Challenging for the title. It should have been, yeah, but it, it, no, it, it's, you've got to understand. So for me, the reason I say that now is we had a, we had a good season last year. The, the only reason we weren't near a City was, in my opinion, was nothing to do with us not being better. It was to do with City being a colossus of a team. In terms of, they, they were just, they, they broke every record in top flight English mm. football that had ever stood. So I don't think they'll be as good this year. That will draw us naturally closer and we will get better. But as I say, my expectations from Man United this year are massive. To challenge for that title and to eat and to win a trophy at exactly the same time. And actually, there's one more bit. To go deeper into the Champions League, quarterfinals or beyond. With... So, 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 so if United only win the Carabao Cup, will that be fine? If we don't challenge, and, and what? I'll take if, you. No, I'll if we if we win if we win the league cup, we go out in the last sixteen of the Champions League, and we finish twenty points off the top of the league. Mm. It's a flop of a season, mm. and then de- and then on, and then depending on how we've played in that, then I make my mind up whether I think Jose should stay longer or not. But if, if but well, that you would have fight, determination, willpower, grit. 
Yeah, you, like you, again, I said that, few, yeah? yeah, I said to a few people, like if, if again, like people, if the football by the end of the season was amazing, I'm throwing this out there. Hypothetical, everything we're talking is hypothetical. If the football at the end of the season was amazing, and you thought, right, we can grow from this next year, then maybe you change your mind. But if the football's bad, we only win the league cup, we finish fourth, we're twenty points off the top, and we did nothing in the Champions League, then I would say Jose's taking us as far as he can. I think, I think so. I think this is. I think this is the season. I don't think personally. I think we're gonna be third. That's my honest opinion behind Liverpool. I think we might grab the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, last couple of years, like <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna win the Champions League. But with the biggest bit of luck in the world, it's very possible. All right, mate, but, I appreciate your call. We've got to end now because we've got to go away and watch the game ready for Match Day Madness. But thank you very much for calling up again. Thank I'll you, mate. Them. Take care. Thanks. Cheers. Bye bye. Everyone who tuned in, really appreciate that. Smash the like button for us as always. Make sure you've downloaded the Ultimate Football Fan app. All the information for that is in the description below. We're going to be back um, after the 5.30 game this evening. So around about 7 o'clock this evening, we'll be back going live, reviewing all the remaining Premier League games that are going on on this Saturday. Enjoy yourselves. Take care. God bless and we'll see you all soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.